Yes, y'all, welcome in to this spooky holiday Halloween edition of the Mark Podcast. Your boys, your favorite Saturday brunch bunch, episode 159, total nonstop action. Gentlemen, how we living? How we feeling? Chris is the only one that put on orange and black today. Um, <laughs> nobody dressed up. Um, we didn't plan anything. We didn't do anything special. Donald, it's your favorite time of year, and you're over there like playing Jane. What the hell's going on? He's got on? the decoration out. Uh, I had these decorations out for a whole month. I'm not dressing up for shit. I did all dressing up this whole week, past two weeks, and all that stuff. I'm here no, to so talk you give, about. So you I'm give to... everybody else the effort. You, you know, you don't want to come on the show and give us the same <laughs> love and attention and put forth the full effort that you do for everybody else on your haunted house Halloween run that you've been on for 75 days. It do seem like I've been on it forever. <laughs> like, it gets longer and longer every year. Pause. 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 <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. But. <laughs> I mean, if you read the internet, that could be how it works. Um, nope, I'm no, ready to talk about wrestling. Yeah, I'm ready to talk about wrestling. There's some shit okay. I got to get off my chest this week. I, I knew, I knew it was, I knew it was going to be. We'll, we'll keep the intro short. Jay, you all right up there? Good. Okay, just just make just trying to check the temperature. See where you're at right now. You look like you're still on your. Sleepy time bullshit. So we're yeah. good there. <laughs> <laughs> Give me like 10, 15 uh, minutes. Y'all, y'all talk so much yourselves. Okay. Okay. Well, so normally the intro and then you'll be good to go. Right? Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, then he'll power up like the ultimate warrior to shake the ropes uh, out of the- uh, You gave him the ultimate warrior vibes. Um, <laughs> He's wearing the shirt. <laughs> that's funny. Um, so last night, uh, truth be told, I didn't watch any wrestling live last night. Um, Donald, much like you, my daughter's favorite time of the year is Halloween. And last night, um, was the FNAF movie. And those of you that are too old and don't know what FNAF is, is, uh, Five Night at Freddy's, um, oh. came out in movie theaters, but it was also streaming live oh, on Peacock. the cock Peacock. Mm-hmm. Um, so we turned on Peacock to watch Saw 2 because I introduced her to Saw last week. Oh, Okay, good man, good song, man. Right? She she loved it. So she's like, can we watch the second one? I'm like, yeah. So we turned on Peacock and saw that Five Night at Freddy's was there. So we watched that. Yo, you parents out there that let your five, six, seven-year-olds play that video game whenever that shit was popping like seven, eight, nine years ago. I don't know if it's still around or not. Yeah. But y'all need, you need help because there's no, there's no way I would let my kid play that game back in the day no way at all and that's just for me watching the movie i didn't even play the game <laughs> i would <laughs> so you play with the decent nephew I, I would it's a free household watch what you want to watch i was allowed to so hey look I mean, I turned watching out. watching the movie watching the movie it's <laughs> pg-13 <argument>. right <laughs> <laughs> the movie's pg-13 okay so it's not like over the top, right, with stuff, but the storyline and it, it's creepy as hell. It's like if, if it's like if Chuck E. Cheese came to life and started murdering people, is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, all them, all exactly them Chucky and all them dudes up there on stage that they yeah, the terrified of, yeah, them all came to life and just started killing people. <laughs> but the backstory is what's the creepy part. 
and how they come to life and everything else. Like, so if you're into that type of stuff, go ahead, hop on Peacock. Not a plug. Um, pause thumbs and pause. Up, thumbs down. Two thumbs up. Thumbs middle. Um, she really enjoyed it. It's more like her demographic. So, okay. you know, um, two thumbs up from her. I'll I'll give it I'll give it a a, a single thumb up. You know, one and a half. Um, and then afterwards we watched Saw Two. So I had a a horror filled night in my household. Needless to say, I had crazy dreams last night, and my <laughs> wife said, "No more scary movies for you." Um, I jumped up four a.m. and it, it, cold drink swinging like I was I was in there dreaming. <laughs> like it was crazy. It was real. Were you more than your co-host? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was Matrix out there. Yo, I, yeah, it was it was real. It was real. It was real. You want to know what she did last night? Whenever I pop up, this is how you know you don't get married. This is why I'm married with single friends. Okay, I pop up. I'm out there having it right, fighting for my life in this dream. Right, swinging everything. She gonna roll. She just gonna turn her head, just looking and roll back over and go back to sleep. <laughs> like I'm not dealing with you at four a.m. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> As for my blood pressure, nothing. All she did was roll over, go back to sleep, and then 10 a.m. this morning, she's gonna be, hey, listen, no more, no, let's not do any more scary movies for you. So yeah, that's where I was at last night. I did watch SmackDown afterwards. Um, I fast forwarded through most of the show that I didn't care about, but watched the other stuff. Didn't pay a single speck of attention to Rampage last night. Um, which I got to go back on and watch because I wanted to watch Santana and Ortiz. But we'll dive into that in a little bit. I'm sure we'll touch on with everything else from Jabroni and Mount Rushmore for the week that was. Um, so, yeah, so that was my night. Um, Chris, where did where did you and Jason go yesterday that, you know, I unfortunately couldn't attend and Donald was on some some other stuff as well. But where did you guys go for the podcast itself? We did a little, uh, didn't do it live. It'll be coming soon this week. A uh, little extra taste of the Beast Unleash. If you watched our Drink of the Week a couple weeks ago for that. <laughs> we'll get into that. Uh, so we went to the Brewther and Braddock Hills. They sponsor our Drink of the Week show every week. And they were uh, they had all four flavors of the Beast Unleashed there. So we, me and Jason tried all of them. You know, We had the peach a couple weeks ago. Really liked that. Um, so we were really excited that we got to go there and do some more, some more tastings, try some more stuff out. Jason, what was your favorite? What you, would that end up being? The peach. Peach. Yeah. I like the white haze. The white haze and the, the well, I think it was smash berry. Um, or scary berry. Scary berries. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> scary berries. Scary berry. Yeah. No, shout out. Thanks to the brew through. Um, mm-hmm. For the continuation support uh, of the drink of the week segment, um, you know, shout out for letting us come up there and kick it with you. Um, we do owe you one since not all of us were able to attend yesterday. Um, but no, I'm glad you guys made it up there, got to, to try the rest of the flavors and, and interact a little bit. So keep an eye out for that whenever that stuff drops. Um, all right, let's go. Who's ready? Who's rocking and rolling? Donald, you seem to be the hottest right now. Where, where you want to go? We going jabronis because I feel like this is going to be a a jabroni red glass segment. Oh, 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 Not ties together this week, so I don't know if 
We can think Mount Rushmore first. We'll, we'll let we'll we'll let you go last, Chris. You can end the Jabroni and kick off Mount Rushmore okay. since yours ties together. Okay, so Jabroni. Okay, so Jabroni. Jabroni. I have a list, but I'll wait on the last uh, the last two. And I'll just do my first. <laughs> <laughs> he, he went into the notes section. On yes, the, uh, the notes section on the phone. Yes. Wow. Uh huh. So, um, my biggest jabroni was uh, last night on Rampage. Uh, you just have a fatal four way, traditional fatal four way, for the women's title, where people just coming out uh, like you know, like to get a title shot. And Abaddon was one of those contenders. You haven't seen her since last year, and since it's Halloween weekend, you have her win. So she could fight on Rampage against uh, Sheeta for the title, just to fulfill your Halloween, uh, uh, your what, uh, what your Halloween week contractual obligations yeah. to Halloween. To yeah, 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 for all that. So AEW, like, what you doing? You're just throwing the girl out there just to get job because she's scary looking and all that stuff. TK, I absolutely had no respect for you or the promotion as it is. Oh, 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 oh. That was just one thing on the list. You got other things one on thing. the list. Yeah, I got two more things on the list too. That's not where I thought he was going. Two more things. So uh, let's continue with AEW. And what do we see on uh, Dynamite? This we see, uh, yes, of course, you know me. Uh, Seeing uh, what quote unquote two legends out there. Uh, I didn't know we time jumped back into WCW 1989. It then jumped forward into the last night of Nitro in 2001 to see well, Sting in. To see Sting and Ric Flair in the it's same ring again. It's Loki. <laughs> we're, we're going through the timelines. <laughs> the past, the present, and the future. The TVA. Yeah, we got the TVA mm-hmm. on Dynamite on Wednesday night. Tony yeah. Stark just died the other day, so the timeline needs to reset itself right now, okay? <laughs> uh-huh. So um, put the camera close on me, or I'll get close to the camera. Get <laughs> we them, don't have that production value. Get, get them the fuck off my screen. This is not your playground, Tony. I don't care how many legends you bring out. Bring some real storyline to your shit. That's why you get no ratings at all. I'm over AEW and their terribleness that's going on. I feel like there's a there's a button down bottom where you can just <laughs> No, that's not it. <laughs> we don't need you out there pressing buttons. <laughs> oh, sleepy eyes, you click on the wrong comment, we'll get this show canceled. Especially with the way Taquan's out there His Instagram out pops up and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my fu- and then my final jabroni is wrestling wrestling orientated. But uh Valkyria and Becky, they put on a good match, but it just solidified my point of Becky just checking off the NXT title as on a resume. I think they could have done a better job of building the story with Tiffany and Valkyria, building them both at the same time to get to their point. There was no need for Becky to do that. All right. So let's hop, let's just sidebar these real quick. Okay. We won't spend a whole lot of time. Well, we could. We could have made this whole show about Wednesday night. Okay. Positives and negatives, more negatives. But um, I'll start with your last one and work backwards. You guys can throw in your thoughts and opinions as usual. I did not expect the title change Wednesday night. Okay. Um, but that as soon as it happened, I immediately was like, okay, I'm going to have to put that on my jabroni at the list this week as an option because it did nothing to solidify and establish 
Lyra as a star, which is what you wanted to do coming out of having someone beat Becky Lynch for the belt. But it did more for her than, than beating Tiffany Stratton. You said it did more for her than beating Tiffany? Yeah. Just on name value alone. Her and Tiffany would have been like watching paint dry, a storyline. I, I, I don't know. Tiffany yeah. and Fowler Henley are pretty entertaining with what they got going on right them now. Yeah, them two so, can throw back and forth. Like, but I just, I didn't, you know, I didn't like the whole angle of the supposed mentor, mentee. We're both from Ireland, mm-hmm. we're both trained at the same places. Like, and then all of a sudden you beat me first time out. Like, if I'm the master, right? Unless you're, you know, Unless you got the glow, you ain't beating show enough first time out the gates, right? <laughs> and and Lyra did not have the glow, so she should not have beaten Becky the master first time out the gates. I yeah, she shouldn't have. Yeah, I, I yeah, I didn't like it from the beginning where Becky went in the title off of Tiffany. So just from that point, just had a downfall on me. And if you were gonna do the if you were gonna do the transition to Lyra and have her beat Becky to make her a bigger star, because I like Lyra. I, I like I the she's in the ring, the character, and eh, sometimes hit or miss, right? Then why not just focus on that out the gates as soon as Becky won? But that's your problem, the character. So the character's yeah. gonna the character's gonna do nothing for her, so somebody else has to step in and help Becky. Which is fine, but make them to the main focus this whole time leading up to the match. Not just have them interact last week. You you win whatever you win, the little tournament or whatever they did. <laughs> Rip the picture. Show up on Monday night for a face off and then win on Tuesday. Like this could have been this could have been a nice little what month storyline. When Becky beat Tiffany a month ago? Yeah. Six weeks ago? Six weeks, six weeks. And when did it start? You could have had a six-week storyline to get it in there. That's when it starts when it started. But Lyra wasn't the main. She she won that match a while ago. For number one contendership. That's what I'm saying. They didn't and they didn't do anything with it. They had Becky what fight Tegan. Who else did he fight? Indy. To me, Becky and Tegan got more of a story than Becky and Lyra. Because it kept getting them bumped. <laughs> like, I just, if you're going to bring these superstar talents back to NXT for runs, and you're going to have them put over people that you hope to be the next crop of stars and establish them, the moment got to feel like that when they win. That's all I'm saying. Like, do I think Lyra is going to have a nice title run? Yeah. Do I think her beating Becky was better than her beating Tiffany? I can rock with that, Jay, from a name perspective and that to, like, boost it. But at the same time, it's kind of face going over a face. And that's why they went the storyline they did. To me, it was just missing a little something extra with it. It was. To get me truly yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It wasn't spicy. It's Lyra. <laughs> well, I mean, 
Like I said, oh, wow. As soon as Cora comes back, she'll be transitional champ. So. That's if Cora ever comes back, according to her. NXT's a waste of space and time, so why why rock with it? Um, so, yeah, a- any other thoughts on those two? No? All right. Um, I'll jump to your first one because Abaddon, I, like, yo, what are you doing? Like you said, checking a box. It's Halloween. We'll, we'll throw her out there. It's not like take her at WrestleMania, but it's going to turn into that until her contract expires, and then she's going to go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Their women's division is completely floundering right now. Yeah. Regardless of the rest of the show, yeah. the women's division is com- is a complete mess. Top to bottom in between. Where's Nyla Rose been? Why is Tony Storm and the Outcast the only people that can get title shots? <laughs> And I love Tony and what she's doing right now. But at the same time, this is what your third or fourth title shot in the last what four months? Yeah. Is everybody else injured? Like, <laughs> is everybody else on a sabbatical? What are we doing? They're all fighting. Y'all been all fighting fatal uh fatal four ways for number one contendership just to lose. <laughs> That's it. That's what they all do. And, and then the whole flair sting. Shivani, I get it. By the looks of it, Sting was genuinely surprised that Ric Flair showed up on Wednesday night. I don't know if they actually pulled that off and truly shocked him. If not, Sting deserves some type of of uh, like a Tony Award or an Oscar <laughs> because his reaction was like, "Oh shit, Flair is really here." But at the same time, it was like, "Oh shit, Flair's here." <laughs> you know what that means? One more match. <laughs> And people drag TK through the mud on the internet, boy. Flair hasn't had his last match in AEW yet. Got to do that now. Don't don't, don't put that out in the ether. Not putting that out there. there. Him and Jeff Jarrett for the best strut. Finally. You couldn't get Flair back when the plane ride from hell doc aired. So you put him on the back burner and let that just dissipate and act like people forgot about it. You dragged Vincent Kennedy McMahon through the mud for all his indiscretions and everything else that he was accused of. And then you rolled somebody out there that was accused of the same stuff and gave him the red carpet treatment. Now you're going to promote his energy drink and everything else. And then... Much like Vince, can you make money for me? Hold on. And then... Apparently not on Wednesday night because viewership was at 774. So nobody wanted to see 74-year-old Ric Flair, which kind of matched the ratings. But then it's announced that Flair is going to be a part of AEW through March. (laughs) That's hilarious. But you got Flair there through March, and he's going to be allegedly part of Sting's retirement storyline run. Why? So is he going to start jumping off from the crowd, too, like Sting does? Look, I don't even want to see another woo-off between Ric Flair and Jay Lethal. Go happen. No. This is going to happen. 
I'm interested. Well, I, I think Flair really wants to die in the ring. <laughs> you, you know what would have made you know what would have made everybody's head explode Wednesday night, which just really would have killed the promotion. <laughs> Why don't just have Voodoo Child rip across the speakers and let Brother Brother walk out here <laughs> to say, "Hey, brothers, I made both of you, and I'm here for this time retirement <laughs> run as well, brother." I'd pop, but I'd hate myself inside. <laughs> <laughs> Like a couple a couple weeks ago there was a commercial there's a commercial playing right now that plays voodoo child and it came on like as i was like in the other room watching dynamite and i was like no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and i went back and seeds all right <laughs> if that happens hey if that happens Hakwan will be in my little box for the rest of the <laughs> rest of time what are you gonna do with taekwon put him in your box <laughs> yeah Taquan, come get your boy. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it just man, like the dude is an ultimate fan. That's all he is. And if you're Sting, wait, wait, this is this is this is the way I thought about it, right? If you're Sting, you bring back arguably my biggest rival for him to take my shine on my retirement run. <laughs> The hell are you doing? He was gonna go it's off in the woods on one of the rants, one of the promos. He's gonna go off in the woods. <laughs> oh, he will. It's supposed to be me. They gave him a live mic Wednesday, and I almost turned the show off. <laughs> I had no idea what he was gonna say. <clears throat> Tune into his show this week, and then he'll probably be bashing the AW. <laughs> Absolute whore. Yeah. Yeah, they're not professional. They're just like NWA towards his end. <laughs> you know. Absolute whore. That was fulfilling yeah. for the Halloween weekend. Whore. That's what it was. Yeah, and then they had a they're chopping each other in the ring. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Nate the Great out there. Yeah, absolutely. Put some woo in that chop. He didn't drink an energy drink before he went down to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't. Yeah. Um yeah. Thank you. I mean, my, this isn't an every week thing. Yeah, I mean, Donald, my my eventual jabroni this week um, landed on part of what you touched on with just like the fatal four way announced and Abaddon being added to the mix and everything else and her winning. But why why is AEW just content on leaving money on the table with throwing these matches together? Yes. With no build, no anticipation, no nothing. Like Santana and Ortiz, I touched on it, was last night on Rampage. That storyline should be playing out on Dynamite so everybody is aware of it mm-hmm. and be on a pay-per-view. Yes. Yeah. It's worthy of that. Yeah. Kenny Omega thing. and MJF should not be being played out on BTE to for Omega to walk out on there to go three days, bitch, and then have a title match because MJF's about to surpass Omega's days as champion. Mm-hmm. On collision. On collision. <laughs> the one on that collision. got me. The one that got me this week was how do you have Okada on Dynamite for his first ever Dynamite match and not promote the hell out of that? Yeah, I didn't even know he was on. Yeah. Did I know until I was like, watching it? And Wednesday, I saw Jr. post like the matches for for the night, and I was like, 
What's Okada doing on? <laughs> yeah, if you didn't watch Cassidy cut a promo backstage where he said he was going to bring Okada to Dynamite. Yeah. That was it. That was the promotion. <laughs> Did not know until that man's music hit. It was like, what yeah. the hell is he doing here? Yeah. But, I, you know, here's the here was the, the problem, the biggest problem I had. It's like MJF's the only guy you can put in a storyline <laughs> or attempted storyline. The first 30 minutes of Dynamite. What's him? MJF opened the show with Renee. He ruled Roddy Strong's ass out of out of screen on the wheelchair. That was pretty hilarious. I'll give him that. Cut a promo. Then he called Adam Cole. Then he had a match against Juice Robinson. Then he got beat up. Then he got saved by Roddy and Mike Bennett and Matt Taven. <laughs> then they got saved by the acclaimed. He promoted a match against Jay White. He accepted a match for the ROH titles. <laughs> then he turned down Max Caster. And then he accepted a match for Kenny Omega. That was all in the first 30 minutes. One man show. One man. And then. <laughs> Is he Triple then, H in like 2003? <laughs> and then. Chris Jericho. <laughs> it was either at the end of the first hour or the beginning of the second hour. I couldn't remember at the time. And I forgot to mark it down. But then he had a backstage segment with Samoa Joe, accepted him as a partner in another title match. <laughs> so your storyline is that MJF is going to wrestle everybody. Yes. Oh, yeah. By the way, Wardlow cut a promo on, him. on MJF. Yeah. Yeah. That made no sense. It goes back to last Talking week. About Max with, with, was the one that took everything from you. No, he wasn't. Your last few was with Hobbs. He lost the belt to Christian. Doug's getting heated over there, too. <laughs> you don't like AEW talk. <laughs> yeah, that probably made no sense like, at all. That was the first 30 minutes of the show. Glad I missed that. What like why? You literally cram six weeks of programming into one thirty minute segment, and not spread out amongst every wrestler. It was just MJF. Because he don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he he absolutely has no idea what he's doing. And I saw this week that it looks like Arn Anderson's gone. So it's like I would love to know who's real. Like, Nate brought up. Uh, Cassidy. I'd love to know who's really running stuff behind the scenes. MJF, give him that haircut. Apparently, I don't. Know. It wasn't 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 somebody else that cut his hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was Samoa Joe, who's getting another title shot after you know being a friend to MJF. <laughs> after he gave the title shot to Kenny, <laughs> before the Jay White title shot. Yeah, it's like, yo, Jay White in his match in full gear. It's just a, it's just a Saturday in title night defenses for MJF. That's it. Pretty and then much. you flash that the devil on my screen again. Where has that been? Yeah. They had it on, I yeah, think, Collision they're... last week. But you let it sit for three weeks mm -hmm. after they attacked Jay White to where people forgot about it. 
Well, now I'm supposed to be just jump right back in and be invested again after you forgot to follow up on it for three weeks. You don't have to put it on dynamite. You could you could spread that out. Like you could do it on collision instead of dynamite. But keep it going. <laughs> the show needs help. The show needs the whole the whole company needs help. But I know we talked about hey you know. We brought up a, a long time ago. Hey, just like AEW for what it is. They're they're going to give you matches, and the wrestling's going to be, you know, if you like that style of wrestling, it's going to be amazing in between bell to bell and everything else. But if you want depth, if you want characters, you want storyline, you want to get invested, then that's really not the company for you. And even watching it without that premise. I still can't get into the show nowadays. Mm-mm. We named the show T- Total Nonstop Action because TNA announced they're back, and we'll touch on that in a minute. But TNA literally came, left, came back, and they'll probably outlast AEW with the way that you're, with the way things are going right now. Or Tony will just buy TNA just because. And... <laughs> Isn't that how Dynamite's being wrote anyway? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe minus the college exam. Taekwon, gotta gotta play the sponsors. <laughs> But yeah, that's it. That's, I, that's my 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 jabroni soapbox rant because, like I said, we could spend three hours just on yeah, we can't. <laughs> okay, um, no, Nate, he's not reaching out to YouTubers. He's taking calls from Dave Meltzer on how to book Sting's retirement angle. Did you see that bullshit? That's all about. You're listening to Meltzer, who says nothing at all. Dude's had a 40-year career in pro wrestling, and he's never made one single statement that was an actual statement. It's just a bunch of, um, you know, I know, maybe, we'll see, potentially, arguably, you know, and yeah, that's it. And people are like, oh my God, let me order 17 subscriptions to the Wrestling Observer. So you're saying there's a way for us to make money. <laughs> At the seven-star match. So if he's reaching out to YouTuber, YouTuber, uh, YouTubers, we got wait, four guys wait, wait, right wait, wait. here. This is a real thing. But, Nate, Nate, <laughs> you're not being serious right now. You got four of us right here. We can each do a, a show in AEW. I have had the pencil before and have booked better storylines than AEW guys. <laughs> I, where, I'll, I'll email their, I'll email their department. Hey, AEWbooking.com. This is what I think. This is what you'll do. <laughs> and I'm going to start just sending emails in. Oh, wow. They're coming back to Pittsburgh. In a month. Here too. In a month. And right now, I have no desire to go. And I haven't missed an AEW show yet here in Pittsburgh. I've been to every single one of them. But I'm really like, eh. nah, nah. Why spend the money if it's not nah. going to be good? 
All right, Jay. I'm sorry. We didn't mean. Yeah, the floor is yours for Jabroni. Uh oh. Oh, this just guy. Oh, I had to put it. I had to put my mic on mute, and I didn't want y'all roasting my grandma's door again. Because <laughs> coming in now. <laughs> you didn't buy that WD forty <laughs> spray over there on that door. It's Halloween. It's just a Halloween soundtrack. That door creaks more than Ric Flair walking down the ramp to get in the ring. I'm gonna keep it short and wrestling related on this one. I, I'm it's a it's WWE. I'm tired of them billing their first ever, first ever such and such sign from somewhere. Dante Chin, Uzziah Lee's, and all these people, and they're all jobbers. Like, if you're gonna bill them and 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 throw that out there every time they, they have a match, push them to do something. Yeah, Dante Chin, first ever South Korean born WWE superstar, and he's he's getting jobbed out to Alexis King. <laughs> no, we did get a boa appearance. Yeah, so where, where's they, he been at? <laughs> when when Wendy Chu left. <laughs> He left with her. <laughs> or what was her? What was her alternate ego? I forgot it. So I forget. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, you're the lady. The I was gonna call her ten side, but that's not it. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, Dante Chen got he he got more offense in that match than what I was expecting with it being yeah. filming or Lexus King's debut. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like yo, you went from hotter than fish grease to just showing up in the ring, getting announced, and then losing losing your first match. So we'll see. TBD on him, but it doesn't look good based on track record. Yeah, so if you're if you're a WWE NXT talent, don't be firstborn. And they say <laughs> first firstborn ever, you might as well just pack up your bags and go. Home. Just leave, yeah. It's mm-hmm. over. It's over for you. You're not gonna do nothing. Zali's getting her match next or soon, but where will that go? Where? Very true. Callable keywords and nothing. Her on social media, or else I would have thought something really happened to her. She's been on milk cartons, iced tea cartons, orange juice cartons, fruit punch cartons. Like, she's been on every carton imaginable. They're doing the Johnny Gargano. Have you seen this this person? All right, Chris, what do you got for your jabroni, which will lead into your Mount Rushmore? It will. We'll go positivity. (laughs) See, your blood pressure is probably going to get rising on this one. No, so, <laughs> so I'm going Impact Wrestling. They're going to be on. They're going to be on uh, my jabroni list this week. You had Bound for Glory this past week, your biggest show of the year, which is good. It was a good show. Enjoyed the show. A lot of great matches, and that'll lead into my Mount Rushmore. You tape TV the next day, but then what do you do whenever it's time for TV that week? You show Bound for Glory. You show a match in its entirety. And all you do is show highlights from the pay per view. If I watched the if I bought the pay per view last weekend, I'd be pissed that they showed the pay per view on TV for free. 
because they didn't do any new matches. All it was was just Bound for Glory stuff, and all it was was Bound for Glory hype. I know TNA usually does like the whole stuff at the end of the they year. Did like, the EC, they did the ECW recap. <laughs> they gave you one match, and then they recapped the pay-per-view. They went with the ECW playbook from back There was in the no day. new to matches on it. It was all matches. It was all Bound for Glory. ECW's done that before. <laughs> Where's ECW now? Apparently making a comeback because uh, you know Rob Van Dam was in Philadelphia, Taz was in Philadelphia, like <laughs> that's a lie, Tycoon. <laughs> After Ty was hyping up being an impact fan last week. <laughs> but no, I mean, I mean they usually do this stuff that they don't tape TV at the end of the year, and they usually do like best of the year, like maybe for a week or two. <laughs> And that would have been cool because you would have at least given some time. But to do it the the week of the show, after people bought the show, it's just we haven't done this in a while, but that was completely 100% TN awful. <laughs> I bought that acronym. <laughs> I'm not gonna let you I'm not gonna let you crap all over my Mount Rushmore of, of the week. Okay, it was my Mount Rushmore too. No, no, you said a match. You said a match. <laughs> okay, so you're the, you're the whole event. Okay, oh, or the company or whatever. But I mean, the match. We talked about the match, so I yeah. mean, the match is what the match is, and that's you know, inarguably Mount Ru- Mount Rushmore of the week. Um, but yeah, so I'm not gonna let Damn. you do that. Oh, Jesus, Taquan. Oh. But not like this week. They they tape they tape TV afterwards, right? And but, they, like, but they tape TV for what six weeks out, eight weeks out. So if you're getting, if you're coming up on your final stretch, and then you'll do your best of show and whatever moments from the year and all that to wrap up the year. Like you need a bump week. If if WWE the the Monday after WrestleMania showed all WrestleMania. We'd be shitting all over them because you don't do that. You don't come off your your show and not do TV. You don't do follow up. Like there was no follow up whatsoever. Oh, it was was here's the show. Okay, but for those people that didn't buy Bound for Glory, that tuned in and and got what Bound for Glory was, do you think? From, and this is just me playing devil's advocate. This isn't me trying to defend. I'm just throwing questions out. Oh, no, it is. No, it it's is. really not. <laughs> I don't have my cape. I don't have my cape on right now. <laughs> but if so, Bound for Glory got a lot of hype on Saturday, right? They did the show. Really good card, top to bottom. They make the announcement that TNA is coming back. That goes up on youtube whatever that got like i think the first night it had a million and a half views um or somewhere between 1.5 and 2 million views right um you fact checking me right now no yeah yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> um, again if you want to you can, you can go on and look to see what the clip got i believe it was at like one and a half million views overnight um initially for the announcement, so then you you have that you have that momentum and that and people that may have forgotten about 
Impact slash TNA or haven't watched it or anything else. Do you get those fans back more by replaying parts of the pay-per-view? million views. There was, I, I, I saved it. Right now you're looking at 142,000. No. That's, since it was aired. I saved it. <laughs> I one, I, the, the longer version, that was the whole one. The other one that uh, Scott Demore did afterwards, the next day, that got 284,000 views right now. I saved it. I saved the one point. I had proof. I didn't just pull that number out of my ass. I didn't just pull that number out of my ass. I mean, I'm looking right on YouTube right now. I can pull this up and share the screen. (laughs) Unless I got had by an account. Did you get had by TNA Creative? No. <laughs> no, I know that one. <laughs> that one. I can't find it right now. Um, but back to if my he question. finds it, we'll share it. But back to my question: if you if you have buzz and you have people coming back that stop watching the product altogether and everything else, you grab them more by replaying the pay per view. Or do you grab them more by putting on a regular weekly television show? Your show's total nonstop action. You continue. The show goes on. So so when does it start? When does it switch over? Hard to kill. Pay-per-view in January. January. Okay, so this wasn't just like... No, yeah. It's still Impact. They they have a... They announced their last pay-per-view as Impact in... Either the end of December, I think. Yeah, end of December or middle of December. Okay. Um, and then they'll do final resolution. Yeah, and then they'll do TNA. Hard to kill is the first pay per view back under the TNA branding of the promotion itself. And they'll still the show will still be Impact. It'll just be again TNA Impact like it used to okay. be. Okay, gotcha. Hey, look, I'm not good. Like I said, I'm not going to let you break me down. On my high of a weekend that was TNA. I was hyped. Like, I was looking forward to watching Impact this week, you know, coming off of Bound for Glory, because they had, I know they had taped Josh Alexander and Will Ospreay for TV. I wasn't sure if that was going to be this week or not, but I at least wanted to see if they were going to announce it if it wasn't on this week. So I was really excited to watch it. And then all I get is the same shit that I'd watched this past weekend. And that's what pissed me off. But am I excited for TNA to return? Yeah. I see your argument. It's a valid complaint, but I'm not I'm not gonna let you ruin it for me. There is the basis of our yeah, like, you. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes back and forth. Right, right. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Um so yeah, well to carry on, then I think me and Chris both have the same Mount Rushmore for the week. So go ahead, Chris. You might as well just drop it. We'll see what what yours is, but mine specifically was Will Osprey and Mike Bailey. Can Will Osprey have a bad match? And for me, it's getting tougher and tougher to decide who is the better. Who's my wrestler of the year? Is it going to be Gunther? Is it going to be Will Osprey? There's a pause there. Are you pausing on yeah, or are you throwing up the ones? Up the one because we lost race by number one ever since that Wrestle Kingdom match. 
Number one. Yeah. Osprey and Bailey for me. I said it last week on the show when we were running down predictions. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I believe I picked another match. Jason, hold on. Pause. Out of all of us that gave predictions, the motherfucker that doesn't watch Impact at all hasn't tuned in, got the most matches right on the prediction. (laughs) No, almost. He got so five, and then you guys got four. Oh, what, so, but well, Jason congratulations still got 50% on all your success. I got the title match right. Yeah, it's still a fail. So, I, I got the title match right. When I saw yeah, this motherfucker pulled out Jordan Grace. Yeah, he did. Jordan Grace. I did pick Bully Ray. They ended with each other. Yeah, I'm like, I'm watching it. I'm like, these two motherfuckers. I got to put a chalkboard in the background with my victories on it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so the reason why I ended up checking it, because I'm watching the pay-per-view going like, Jason got that one right. Jason got that one right. It's like, did this guy get the most right and he doesn't even watch the show? (laughs) That popcorn. But not nah, speedball and, and will if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Like you're doing a disservice as a wrestling fan for not watching that match. It is I know sometimes you get into prisoner at a moment and say, Oh my god, match of the year. No, that's a legitimate match of the year contender, regardless of promotion. 100 percent And it feels like Osprey has had a list of them all year long. Yes. So, yeah, I, you know, we say that about Ilya as well. You know, Dragunov, it's kind of hard for him to have a bad match. Yeah. Yep. I don't think I've watched the Dragunov match that hasn't been good. And it's the same with Osprey. Mm-hmm. So he's out there, floating the fillers out there, contracts coming up. He apparently yeah. hired, um, who is it? Barry Bloom. Barry Bloom to negotiate. Um, Saw what type of deal the Bucks and and Heyman or Kenny and all them got after being represented by him. So he's looking to cash in, and that and Melter's like, oh yeah, well, WWE will obviously talk to him and he will obviously listen, you know. And I get, I'm like, you're not saying any, you're not breaking any news. Yeah, <laughs> you're not saying it. Are they going to talk? Yeah, they're going to talk. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do when you're a free agent. Yeah. You talk to everybody. Depends on what he wants to do. Like, if he wants to be a free agent, he's going to listen to everybody. But if he wants to go somewhere specifically, you know, maybe he'll sign a deal quick. But he could cash in on himself like AJ did and just yeah. travel for 2024 before making an official decision. And if you remember, he put out that video in the beginning of the year. Like, hey, I don't know how much longer of a run I have based yeah. on my body, my injuries, what I've gone through, the style that I wrestled at, and everything else. So he's looking to make the most of this for as long as he can. So, yeah, I'm listening to everybody. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that match uh, for sure was my Mount Rushmore of the week with a 1B to LA Knight. If people were guessing, if people were second guessing LA Knight being able to stand toe to toe with Roman from a star standpoint, last night completely 
proved you wrong. He stole the segments with Roman last night. Yeah. From the intro to the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Intro to the yeah. show. When does that happen? Like his music hit and Roman's express, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Why well, right by him didn't even acknowledge him. Sat at the head of the table. Like it was just checked all the boxes last night for me. Yeah. But my question to you guys. Do they have an expiration date on when to cash in? Because we know how wrestling fans get. We know how wrestling fans are. And we know that if you don't hit it at the right moment, all that momentum can go for naught and you can turn around and be off TV come WrestleMania time. I don't think that'll be the case for LA Knight, but do they have an expiration date as far as when they need to cash in on this because he's as hot as hot as anybody has been in pro wrestling in recent memory. No. Yeah, he has the, he has the charisma. And that's one thing that, see that gets you. you don't see it. He has personality. Yeah. Now, it may, maybe the in-ring can lose you. Like I know Chris doesn't care much about his in-ring. But if he can come out there and talk, he got you. It's true. So it doesn't matter if they put the belt on him at Crown Jewel, if they wait till Rumble, if they wait till Mania and have him beat Seth, or they don't put him on it at all until SummerSlam next year. The L.A. Night Gravy Train, as he said last night, will continue to roll, and he'll still be, you know, Getting everybody and their mother to chant mm. LA night. It's hard to judge. Fans are fickle. Right now, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But if mm. it gets to mania, no, everybody's gonna cool off. I see you cooling off sooner than later. Because what else are they gonna give you for mania? You know, that there's the question of what are they gonna promote? Because if LA's not gonna be in a title picture, what else are they gonna promote? And then does that make him cool off? I mean, the fans are getting hot on him like he's going to beat Roman, and they need to get that out their minds right now because that ain't happening. And allegedly, Roman's not booked for Survivor Series. Okay. So, are we, you know, we don't see Roman at Survivor Series, then we don't see Roman mm-hmm. until the Rumble. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. You're not going to have Roman beat him clean. And, and I'm not expecting that. I just don't know where they go to get the heat on Roman and keep LA Knight hot to where people don't get mad at the finish being a dusty finish. I should, I, yeah, I'd rather him win clean. Roman just after just after SmackDown after the beginning of SmackDown, mm-hmm. like you did all this. I don't need help. I'm gonna beat you myself. But then, doesn't that just prove everything that Roman said correct last night? Like, yo, you, this is your first time ever. This is your first, your first championship match. You, you done a contract signing before? We're, you're just now in the major leagues. You're a flash in the pan. You're a one hit wonder. Been here, gone tomorrow. Like, 
to me, I don't think the clean finish of Roman beating him helps LA Knight at all. I hate whenever they kind of make Roman like whenever he's supposed to be a heel in that sec in that situation, like he's saying, like you've never been here before. Then they have him like calm, like just being cool and just be like, "Look at this idiot!" Like we're supposed to hate you. Like to me, that's just like wanting to like Roman more in that situation, like to try to pull that off of LA Knight. I don't know. The people last night in the arena kind of hated Roman during the segment. They should. I mean, they, the yeah. I, I just worry about the expiration date. Like, if you know, how long from from Stone Cold did we have to wait? Over a year and a half. And that momentum continued to build, right? So, but that was that was from start. When do you depends on where you want to see can consider LA Knight starting if it's SmackDown debut or no, not debut because he was with the fucking Maxine Mel models for how yeah. long? Like from start to finish, where he's been at a year on the brain. Obviously, he said it last night, but like, I just worry that they won't pull the trigger on it for some reason, and mm-hmm. then he cools off, and it's like, well, what could have been? Because right now he's checking, he's checking every single box for you right now. Yeah, and that's that old WWE of, hey, we gave you what you wanted, and we put him in the title picture. Yeah. He's just on the wrong show. But trajectory-wise, where he's at right now, he really has me questioning, like, does Cody need to finish the story against Roman? To me, it, the, Cody finishing the story isn't against Roman. But Roman has the belt that he needs yeah. to finish the story. It, it Roman's just the person that he needs to finish the story with at the moment. So if Cody wins that belt, regardless of who has it, he'll just finish the story? Your the belt is yes. him finishing the story, yeah. Nah, he got, he got it just feels more he, important off of Roman. Yeah, I mean, because now, of what happened in Mania. Exactly, yeah. Now it's him settling the score from this year and finishing the story. I mean, if you're going to go Cody, Roman, night two, and you have Seth, L.A. night, night one, okay. It's this, it's if Seth makes it. <laughs> I don't think Seth's going to make it from a physical standpoint. Not that he can't make it character-wise as mm-hmm. champion. I just feel like if his box is messed up as it is, at some point he's going to have to go get it fixed. That's why he's going to have the judgment day in his corner. <laughs> is that really a thing? You know, we've been going on this backstory for how many months now? <laughs> is it just a story or is it actually a real thing? Because to me, it's a story. All right. Who else we got for Mount Rushmore? <clears throat> I'll throw up. Um, I'm going to give Adam a TNA and asterisk it's because they had uh, Bound for Glory. So they did. Uh, I'm going to put NXT and ROH just for their women's division and giving you at least giving you multiple matches and stories. They're doing, to me, they're doing a great job. Like NXT had five women's matches on, on Halloween. Yeah. Granted, two were 
you know, their um, breakout tournament. But still, if, if you're an up and coming female wrestler, I think those two are the way to go. And not so only did you time. not only did you have the five women's matches on the show, you had the segment with Tiffany and Fallon that was backstage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Say what you will about each individual women's match from Tuesday night. And I wasn't I wasn't as impressed with Halloween Havoc just from like the gimmick show standpoint. Like mm. I felt it was a little lackluster. But yeah, they definitely put all the focus on the women and much like the NXT women's division has done they've carried the show and they've done that multiple times during this rebrand of NXT that was 2.0 now to the version we see today so yeah and, and you're getting story in ROH and you're getting story in an impact but anywhere else you get nothing the main the, the, the main rosters you just mm-hmm. ah. You're getting a fatal four-way. You're getting a winner. There you go. And, and there you go. And bland story. Jordan being the first knockout to win the the call your shot the other night. That was a good story for her. And that'll she already called her shots. That'll be story through through January now. Yep. Yep. Teen it up. I'm not mad at that, Jay. I definitely noticed that. And that's what pisses me about the ROH stuff. It's like, yo. You're cooking with your women. Athena is the best thing you got on the brand. But yet you're just running everybody else out there on Rampage, Dynamite, and Collision, and she hasn't sniffed a main programming yet. You only put her on the show that you got to pay for. (laughs) At least one of the brands can actually do something with women. Yeah. Donald, what you got? Uh, my Mount Rushmore is in ring. Uh, a, a they actually gave Chase U some titles. I mean, they were the underdogs forever, always just this close to winning a title, and they actually won a title. So I give it up for Chase U actually bringing some gold home to the university. Duke Hudson went from Chris Moneymaker poker player. <laughs> <laughs> So, what's his name from Revenge of the Nerds? Um, oh, the, uh, <laughs> was it Bull? No, no, not Bull. Um, I forget, but yeah, like you would, my man just out there. Like, where's this? Where's the swerve coming? Like, when's the takeover coming? When they booting Andre Trace out of Chase U. <laughs> I they thought they were going to start to set it up with JC Jane coming in and her and Thea, what they're doing with them too. But they gave him the belt. So now I'm like, okay, where are you going now? So they yeah. got me interested in to see more storyline with Chase U. Mm-hmm. You, got JC and, you got JC, JC and, and Thea. Yeah. Going for the tag team title belt. Yeah. So, yeah. But Chase U with all the titles looking like Undisputed Era. <laughs> they look like the 2002 Miami Hurricanes, the real you. So yeah, so I'm kind of happy to see them, you know, get their due finally. Not bad. What do you think about the Mellow Trick stuff? Are they like red herring it, making it so obvious that Mellow didn't do it that he actually did do it? I think, a swerve is gonna, I think a swerve is going to come somewhere. 
because they're like you said, they're making it too obvious. Yeah, like everybody, you did it, you did it, you did it. Mellow yeah. out there, no, I didn't, no, I didn't, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Braun come out. <laughs> hey, is yeah. Rikishi coming back? I did it. Yeah, Braun, Braun, Braun with the whole, hey, I'm glad you stepped up and did what you had to do. Yeah. This way it could just be me and you. Like, yo, I didn't do it. No, nah, all right. Well, okay. yeah. I'm glad you it's showed It's not what up. you believe, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I have no idea if it's going to be really, if it's going to be mellow or somebody else because – Donald, didn't you call it last week? It'll be just like Sean and Triple H. Mm-hmm. It was you, Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> They'll have like the camera. It'll be somebody else for like a week or two. And then they was like, oh, somebody messed with the digital footage. It'll be mellow. <laughs> Can we get this anonymous in NXT? Um, <laughs> a dame in the face? <laughs> I feel like they're going to play a part. It's and GTV, why, man. Why, why does everybody that's been anonymous in, in uh, WWE, <laughs> we never figure out who it is? You had anonymous. You had the hacker. It was like two other people before that. Did we figure out who the uh, general manager was? You the did laptop. Eventually. Oh, yeah. you did. Okay. Yeah, it was Hornswoggle. Yeah. yeah, he was doing it from under the ring. <laughs> Found out like what two years yeah. later? When GTV <laughs> completely died off. Yeah, wasn't GTV uh, Diamond Dallas Page? Who was it? I don't think we ever found out. No, we never did. Okay. I don't think. If if it was, then I forgot about that. Yeah, the hacker was Ali Taco. Yeah, that was during that retribution stuff. Yeah. When that came out. <clears throat> what else we got? Anything before we wrap up the show? I did my homework. Oh, he did. And she, you want to talk about <laughs> presence? Presence, boy. I like that. This that week. was good. I yeah. did like that this week. Her and Becky locked Anything eyes. But- Her and Becky locked yeah. eyes. So she gonna fight everybody at Mania. That's what it seems. <laughs> <laughs> if we look, we went this whole it is, show. This is the fortieth anniversary of WrestleMania, so it's like you should get to get like. Uh, would they do like that all women's battle royal a couple years ago? Nothing but pump kicks. <laughs> like Oprah. You get a pump kick. You get a pump kick. You get a pump kick. I was gonna say like Brock, only uh only German suplexes. Yeah. You guys got anything else? No. Nah. I'm ready for the homework. All right. So had some time to think about it. it was in the car this week traveling for work so i actually had some time just to think and had some ideas in my head for it um i did like like i said i'd like to change this week i like just something a little different you know on nxt that they did with her um but if i had the pencil i think what i would do with jade is if she's supposed to be the next big talent and be the next big thing with this i would do something like what hbo did, does like with that 24 7 show or the hard knock show and I would follow her around, do either PC, like stuff in the PC. So think um, oh, Raw yes. and SmackDown, NXT, so do like a minute each week. And then do something on YouTube and on the network and like actually like following her around. And just, it can be kayfabe, it can be her in reality. I don't care which one you want to do, whatever, however you want to feel it, but... 
just show me why I need to care about her. Like one week be about her athleticism, one week be about her character. You know, just do, you can do something each week. But if I'm following her and I'm buying into her each week, that makes me invested in her instead of her just coming out and doing nothing. You do all that. You better go. You better be able to go in the ring. <laughs> I will not be getting invested. That's why I say invest for you publics. Do, you do like one. You do like a minute thing with her. You show the pump kick or whatever, you know, like to show it. But then the next week you do something else. Hi. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like if, if she's the star, make her the star. Steve looks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's completely happy with that. He's literally <laughs> just said exactly what they're doing. What? How is that what they're doing? Besides getting a 24-7 on the network, they're literally doing what you said they're doing. They're giving you vignettes. They're having her make appearances. They're showing her on social media. They're, they're literally doing exactly what you said. You just copy no, and paste. NXT. You copy and paste and rewrote words in the paragraph and turn that in as your assignment. Oh, copy I'm, paste reword. I didn't. I haven't seen a vignette of her yet. To copy paste, copy and paste. Jason is dying. This is why I don't watch the product. Copy paste, <laughs> copy, paste, rewrite instead of copy, paste, delete. Tell me who doesn't watch NXT without telling me. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable, man. That's what you came up with in a five hour draft in New York? <laughs> Copy you Sean, he gave you Sean's game plan. <laughs> Yo, that's the copy paste rewrite. That's the title for the show. <laughs> copy paste rewrite. This guy. He's, he's a pull off the Jim Harbaugh spy cam. Like, let me look at Sean's work. <laughs> Got it. Hey, what are your signals? Pass. Hey, maybe they should do a big get with her. What? <laughs> but Jason's the one that called it. <laughs> Tell me who doesn't watch NXT without telling. <laughs> Yo, wrap it up. I'm done. I'm not even ending on positivity this week. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh, you gotta give a quote. You gotta end the show, right? <laughs> If you want to plagiarize other people's work, and I see, I can't even give the quote I was going to give because if I'm telling people to do what you do and you follow what Chris did and plagiarize the shit out of somebody, you get in trouble. Oh, I have one thing before we go. I'm sorry. Um, Mount Rushmore, uh, outside of wrestling. Uh, my friend Jaquan, uh, his daughter is a soccer player, and she uh, just recorded her 50th shutout goal this week. So out of fifty nine games, right? right? Yeah, um, yeah. So out of fifty get uh, fifty nine games, fifty shutouts. So wow, go awesome. on, girl. Yes, she is. Very nice. I had a joke. I had a joke, but because it's your friend's daughter, 
<laughs> I don't want the joke to be on her, and I'm not going to do that. But I, I had a joke. I'll say it off air. But I had a joke. <laughs> but nah, kudos to her. I did see that story. That was a big story. Um, you putting up 50, 50 donuts? That's that's yes. That's a hell of an accomplishment. And she just started playing goalie too. Yes, mm-hmm. two years ago. So it's not like she's been a goalie her whole life. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, maybe I'll try this position and become really good at it. Chris, maybe you should retry your homework assignment. I'm really good at it. Nah, I'm good. I'm not thinking about Jake Cargill anymore. <laughs> and I'm definitely not watching NXT. <sighs> I, I have nothing. I, I'm so I don't. I have nothing. You know, you, you threw me all off and we all worked up. It's 10 after 12. I gotta get ready to leave to go take my car and spend more money like I did this week. We're dropping fifteen hundred dollars on my damn dogs. I'm I'm, I'm over everything. But you guys, hey, enjoy your Halloween time. Go get candy, right? Do your own homework, turn it in on time. Don't steal other people's work. It won't get you nowhere in life. Okay? Get you on the Dunmarks podcast. <laughs> get you on the Dunmarks podcast. <laughs> oh, don't hit him with a bye bye. I got nothing. Oh, right. Fuck the show. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Catch us next week to see what other homework assignment Chris steals from somebody else. Hit <laughs> us up on all social medias. Look, he stole Taz's ring gear. This guy's unbelievable. <laughs> Get him off I thought he was JR all day. <laughs> <laughs>